Welcome back to the show. Uh, today, I have a really awesome, awesome and fun topic that we're going to go to. I don't know about fun, but we're, you're going to get some good stuff out of it. And I have a special guest with me today, Amanda Jackson. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Yes, thank you for being on here. So Amanda is a school counselor. And today we're going to talk about something that a lot of people are dealing with, which is being quarantined. Um, especially when uh, nobody else is really, you know, like we all were quarantined in like March and April, but now if you were exposed, it's like, okay, now you're, you're quarantined for two weeks. And a lot of people are dealing with some anxiety, um, some depression, uh, maybe feeling overwhelmed or not living with a purpose because now they can't go to work and like their life has changed. So we really want to tap into that today, um, mainly because um, I'm quarantined because I was exposed. Luckily, I didn't get it. So knock on wood, I got my test done. It's a negative. But Amanda was talking about like, hey, you should talk about what are you doing? How are you surviving that? And I'm like, well, listen here, woman, you're a school counselor. Let's do a podcast together. So we're going to talk about that right now. So jumping into it, Amanda, if someone has been quarantined and you said some people have reached out to you, what's your number one piece of advice of how to kind of handle that and soak it in in a healthy manner? So one thing that I was experiencing is, um, or hearing some of my friends say was, it's so difficult to explain to your kids, like before everyone was kind of in the same boat and even then we didn't know how to talk to kids about it. Um, but now it's like your own family and you just, the, their neighbor kids might be outside running around playing and, you know, everyone wants to go outside and be with other people in the cul-de-sac or, so that's kind of what I was hearing was, this is so hard. My kids are looking out the window while people are shooting off fireworks and say, I want to go out. I want to go out. And that, you know, they're, they're young or they're teenagers and you separate a teenager from their friends and that's difficult, but you separate a mama from her walking partner and that's hard too. So I was hearing so many things and I, I thought, man, what, what are you going to do? This is going to be long. Like it feels really long mm -hmm. um, and frustrating, especially if you feel great and you, you don't have any symptoms. Um, so I guess the first thing I thought of was, oh, well, you got to make a list, like make that list of all the things that you know you never have time for mm -hmm. um and maybe set some small goals for like to do things you know to do lists things you can get done around the house um so that was my first thought um as the as the adult in the house you know do i need to touch up paint spots on the wall or clean out a closet um but, you know, I was talking to some of my friends and they really were even struggling with that. Like, I don't want to, I just, I think it's when you're the idea of you can't, you know, you can't go do the things that you want. You know, it's one thing if it's your choice to stay home for a weekend and declutter, but, um, so I think just stopping and maybe talking with the whole family or, or if it's just you and your spouse or just you and just reflecting on what is happening. What am I feeling? 
um, you know, what's going on with my emotions and then, you know, what am I going to do about it? Um, so a to-do list, I, I think, um, can be beneficial. Don't you love to make a list and like cross things off? I always tell people, your body loves a good check mark. Like, I did it, I'm done, moving on. Like, you feel so accomplished. Yeah. I sometimes would do things and then write them down and cross them off after I've already done it. Like, that's how good it feels. Um, you can also do, like, before and after pictures of, like, a closet. Like, clean out the closet. You know, text it to your friends. Like, look at me. <laughs> We all love that. We love that, like, oh, it's so cluttered. And then it's like, oh, look how clean and organized and color coordinated it is. Like, yeah. 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 Um, so I, I think then also, like, sitting down with each other and really examining, you know, what am I feeling? What is happening? And then what are we going to do to kind of conquer these days together or alone? Um, you know, and everyone has their opinions about social media, but I sometimes think it's a good, you'd think when you're quarantined at home, maybe you'd be on social media more, but maybe it's a time to set it aside even for a little bit or take some breaks, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, also, I, one of my friends was selling things on uh, Marketplace. <laughs> Like, not only did she clean some things out, but then she was making money in quarantine. Yes. <laughs> so that was inspiring. I had to, I wasn't quarantined, but I was like, hey, walking around the house, like, <clears throat> excuse me, what can I sell? What can I, you know, what, what do we not need anymore? So that became like a new hobby. Yes. I think you can still go outside and, and walk, can't you? Yeah, yeah. As long as you know distance and, and everything. Yeah. I mean, they want you to stay inside your house as much as possible, but like before in March and April or whatever, like you can still go out and walk. It's just, you got to be, you know, careful. It's rather than going to the gym is where, you know, yeah, try to avoid it. But yeah. I, I'll, I'll share my experience of what I felt that day because I feel like a lot of people can probably relate. And you kind of feel like the sense of hopelessness, like you can't do nothing about it. And I started to get like this anxiety of, cause it's like, as soon as I could stay at home all day and be fine. But as soon as you tell me I can't go somewhere, I'm like, now I just want to go to the grocery store and I want to go and eat out everywhere. And it's like, all of a sudden, it's like when you go on a diet and you say you can't eat this foods, all of a sudden you're like craving them. Mm -hmm. The good thing about me doing this for so long is I caught myself automatically. Like I catch myself, if I feel anxious about anything, if I feel overwhelmed, if I feel like I don't have control, I automatically change that emotion because I don't want to stay there. I've lived my mm -hmm. life where I would stay in that emotion for a very long time and it would just suck all my energy and I would, it would put me in a bad mood when people want to be around me. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to waste time feeling anxious over something I can't control. I'm going to respect it. You know, even though my te test came back negative, I'm going to respect the rules and I'm not going to, you know, it's okay. You know, if anything, I look at it as a blessing of maybe I'm supposed to be at home because if I were driving, maybe I could have gotten a car crash. Like I look at it in that perspective of I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian. So I think of maybe God's preventing me from, you know, maybe 
something could have been really worse. So me staying at home could be a good thing. So I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to believe that. I'm just going to believe that I'm supposed to be at home. It's going to be okay. I'm going to get some stuff done. And I yeah. automatically thought of, okay, if I feel anxious or I feel anxiety, I automatically flip the script and it's my attitude. And the first question I asked myself was, what's going to bring me joy right now in this moment? And when you ask yourself those questions, your brain starts firing off some good answers. But if you ask yourself, why else could I be mad? Who can I rant about? Mm -hmm. it? You know, who could I, you know, hate and yell and be angry with? And do I call my lawyer and sue some people? Like we can get into a huge tunnel vision and hole of all the negative stuff. But I flipped the script and I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. And I'm like, what's going to bring me joy right now? And I'm like, I love candles. I started lighting up those suckers. I'm like, let's go. Let's get some fire, get sense in my house. Like fire just makes me happy. Candles make me happy. That was the first thing I did. And I'm like, okay, the next thing on my list, cause I wasn't good enough. I'm like, I got it, but I just need to continue on. And I'm like, I loved having chopped the show. I'm a huge food network fan. And I'm like, I just love it in the background. I love the competition. It relaxes me. I can't cook whatsoever, but I just love watching other people cook. Like it's fun. And I like to guess who they're going to chop. I'm usually right. I'm usually right because I've watched it for so long. So that kind of eased my soul. And I'm like, you know what? I have all this time. I'm going to cook like a huge dinner. My husband's going to be shocked when he comes home because I, you know, I don't make everything. I'll usually like make the meat or something, but I'm like, I'm going to make everything. I'm going to make mashed potatoes and green beans. I'm like, I'm going to make baked brownies. Like, let's do this. And that made me happy, like making a nice meal. I don't remember the last time I made brownies. It was probably like a year ago. And so it's automatically just shifting your focus and your attitude of accepting what it is. You can't control it. Who cares? What can you control? I can control what I eat today. I can control how my house looks today. I can control my attitude. And when you know you can control it and you change it, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty much almost done, but like that, I felt that way every single day of what can I do to bring on the joy? And for me, those are some of my top things were, um, just baking. Um, I even like decluttered my house. Like you said, like have a to-do list, exactly what I did. I'm like, you know what? I need this and this and this, and I'm going to reorganize my garage. There's always something to do in the house. Your house is never perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm going to declutter and I feel better because I wouldn't have time for it before because I'd be traveling. So that for sure has helped me to overcome and actually take control. Cause sometimes when we don't feel like we have control, we start to binge eat all the snacks in the house look really good. So I don't know if people have dealt with that in eating more because they're more quarantined. Yeah. I, that control piece is such a big, the anxiety and the control are two huge things I heard you say. Yeah. And I, you know, and then counting your blessings, like really thinking, you know, you could list them and um, there is, I mean, a lot of joy and just the simple blessings that, that you can, um, you know, even writing those down and, and looking at them and getting excited about those things. It's such a positive way of thinking. And when things are out of your control and you've recognized you have a little anxiety, all of quarantine, what you've done is you're practicing getting through those emotions. So this is actually like really great practice. You know, the next time you are out and about, you know, you're not quarantined anymore and you have an anxious feeling, you know, I, Hey, I could light some candles. You know, I did that for 14 days and yeah. I can do it for 14 minutes. You know, like it's such good 
practice for coping through those emotions. Um, someone else told me they wrote some cards, you know, they never send anything in the mail yeah. anymore. Yep. And she sat down and wrote like notes to, to people. I was like, that's awesome. So awesome. You know? Yeah. What a gift to get in the mail. Yeah. You know? And, uh, it was, just, you know, like just saying like, this is what I've been into garden, you know, getting into the garden or, you know, weeding things around the house and, um, music. Do you, yes. do you, yeah. I, I forget about music sometimes, but I'll watch my family when they're grouchy. I'll just like go over and turn on the home, the Google home speaker. And I'm like, it just lifts everyone. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. Music, huge, huge. Like going for a walk and just listening to some good music or just cleaning your house, turn on some good music. It's going to give you that motivation and it's going to just lighten up your spirit and put you in a different state. Because if it's quiet, you will be in your head. And when yes. Think about it in a pretty place. So if you can distract yourself, like I'm a huge podcast person. I probably listen to anywhere from like three to maybe six hours a day. So I listen to a lot of material and it's because it uplifts me and it motivates me. So even though I'm quarantined, I'm like, great, I could listen to even more. So it's going to help me out much more than it did, you know, with, with everything else. So I, I think music, that's a great one for people to remember. Yeah. The podcast. And then, um, one of my friends is a huge audiobook girl yes. mm -hmm. and another, um, I've had about three or four people I know that have hit quarantine. And one of them is a, um, her son is a teenage driver, a permit driver. And so they did a lot of driving together. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good practice. And then driving and, um, and then, you know, that's special time together in the car. Uh, so, um, yeah, well, you mentioned cooking. Yeah. You know how, um, and we've talked about this before, but swapping ingredients to step something up to make it a little healthier. Yes. You know, I spent a lot of time on the grocery app during, <laughs> during our stay at home order. It was like a hobby sell things, buy things. So, yes. <laughs> we ordered an, a, a cake baking kit from Amazon, 333 pieces. You know, we could like pipe and decorate. Wow. <laughs> it was so crazy. But um, I'm looking back and I'm like, you know, if I didn't known what I know now about, you know, some substitutions, we could have stepped it up even to the next level and made cakes that were, you know, lower in fat and just played around with, with recipes. Um, so I would have done. Let's give an example for if people are like, how would you make it less calories? What would you swap out? So the, we did the applesauce and the brownies. Instead of so, oil and butter. Mm -hmm. awesome. um, I've heard of the Greek yogurt swap. Um, my newest thing lately is, man, I really love um, a chocolate treat at night. So I'll start searching for a substitute chocolate, you know, that's just a little bit healthier. Yeah. Um, so I would spend time on my, you know, just the Walmart grocery app searching for alternatives when I, you know, normally it's like in and out of the store or, you know, tunnel vision on the same things you always buy. Right. 
so that that has become you know something I can do and, and learn about with more time I love that I want to go back I want to make another point but I'm going to go back while I remember this is you talked about people listening to podcasts and audiobooks for those who are listening um I it's something new I feel like for Midwest to get into podcasts I mean I I recently got into it, so it wasn't like something popular where a lot of people were listening to. Now, when I say recently, it was like four years ago, but there's some people that aren't really into podcasts or don't know much about it. What are some things that you would recommend for people to listen to or books to listen to just to change it up instead of the same playlist over and over again? Yeah, so I, I love, um, this always concerns my husband <laughs> in a funny way, I love like Dateline episodes. There you, yes. <laughs> Another funny. Yeah, he's always like, "Should I be concerned that you're watching yet another murder story?" <laughs> Those are funny. Yes. So I have listened to, um, so, you know, and there's definitely ones that are better than others, but like one of them is serial, and that's very similar. Um, S-E-R-I-A-L, similar um, to like Dateline episodes. Gotcha. There is a Dateline one. Um, That's so funny. Your husband's like, should I be worried? Like, <laughs> funny. I just like, that's not, like if I read a, a book, it's more of a mystery. You know, I just like that genre. Um, I've listened to some, two of my family members are, have to be gluten-free. So they actually have, like, literally, I, I'm new to podcasts in like the last year. Yeah. So I would think about the topics I like and just run a search on it. Yep. So I just typed in gluten-free and there's like a dozen episodes. So you can search episodes or actual um, podcasts that contain the words gluten-free. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I'm a school counselor, so I listen to like TED Education, you know, some of my more career-related podcasts. And, and there's a topic for everything mm -hmm. you could possibly think of. I, I mean, like if you want to start writing a book, writing a blog, writing anything, I mean, you got pe professional people that are into that marketing business, your specific business that you're into. Um, even like there's mom podcasts or dad. I mean, there's huge, your favorite TV show. Like there is a podcast yeah. people talking about that show. It's, it's crazy. And so it's nice to hear like different perspectives on things and know that you're like, Hey, you're part of a kind of a community of maybe your mm -hmm. family doesn't understand that you like this kind of stuff. Like you said, in your murder mystery, you have a group of people who are just as unique as mm -hmm. you are. <laughs> enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing that I actually enjoy doing um, is when we travel, I'm a huge fans friend, like huge fan, huge, huge, huge fan. Like it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I remember on the radio there, they were talking about, you know, friends are coming out with another season and everyone's coming back and they asked each other on the radio show, like there's about 200 episodes. Did you guys watch them all? And I'm like, that's adorable. I've watched them all probably seven or eight times. Like and everyone's like, no, I didn't watch them all. And I'm like, Oh man, I don't know if that's good on my part, if I should be bragging about that, but like, anyway, I enjoy it. And so my husband will play like friends trivia and I'll be the one trying to guess the answer. So it makes the road trip more fun. And so we love podcasts like that. And we'll pick different stuff to see if, how we know our knowledge as we're driving. Yeah. The nice thing about podcasts too, with, um, 
kids in the car or family, you can always throw in a set of earbuds because not all my podcasts are um, PG rated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you don't always know when something's coming. And so um, earbuds are sometimes a good idea. It may not be something you Bluetooth in the car <laughs> at all times. Right. Just depends, <clears throat> you know, so I was gonna, it, something made me think, you know, when we talk about podcasts and you know, it takes your mind and your heart down a, a different journey. It relieves anxiety, <clears throat> gets your brain on something else. Um, I think sometimes what we forget when coping with um, any emotion or change or things being out of your control is reflecting afterwards. And I, it's like, in my opinion, kind of the final step of coping. Oftentimes we'll be like, oh, I'm just frustrated and then you do something to cope with it maybe you in a healthy way you go take a walk but then sometimes we miss the part where we say now how do I feel what has happened as a result of my choice or my decision and <clears throat> of course we hang on to the feelings of guilt or regret if we didn't handle it well but how often do we say to ourselves man I handled that really well and I feel so much better yeah. Next time I know this might work for me in an elevated state of anxiety. Um, we're good at focusing on what we do wrong, but try to remember to focus on what you did that worked and yeah. that was healthy um, because then you'll practice it again. You know, you'll want that, you'll crave that feeling again. Yeah. And it's the same thing as when we're kids, when we get a reward, when we do something right or handle it right, parents reward their kids. And yet we mm -hmm. think when we grow up, our bodies switch and we don't need that anymore. No, your body loves reward. It, it loves when you say, hey, good job. Way to recognize mm -hmm. that. It's going to keep it in the back of your mind. Okay, next time you feel anxious, you're going to go take a bubble bath. You're going to go read a book. You're going to go for a mm -hmm. walk. I mean, that's like mm -hmm. on my to-do list. Like I have like 10 or 15 things in my brain. As soon as I feel this emotion, I'm like, no, it's stupid. I don't want to feel that. I know this is going to help me because if I stay mm -hmm. in this emotion, all my little Debbies are about to go away because I'm going to just dive into them yep. and that ain't going to serve me. And that's going to make my emotions even worse. Yeah. So I love that reflecting back and being like, okay, that was awesome. Or if it wasn't as great as you thought, what could have made it better? Mm -hmm. And if you ask yourself those questions, you're going to get better answers. But usually we don't ask ourselves questions. Like after education, after school, we don't do any more critical thinking. We don't ask ourselves those questions, but your questions direct your actions. So if we say, hey, how could I improve? How can I make this quarantine like a level 10? How can I have an awesome time? Like that's what I was asking myself, like who can I serve? Who can I talk to? Who can I bless? Like your friend who wrote notes. I bet she didn't just randomly think of that. She probably thought, hey, who can I just surprise? Or just mm -hmm. talk to? Her focus was different. Instead of being poor me, it was, no, I'm gonna help somebody. I'm gonna put a smile on somebody's face. When you have that attitude, oh my gosh, it's a, it's a game changer. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to think about it. It's easy to get swallowed in like a pitiful state, but blessing others or serving others. That's awesome. And you can do that. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can do that from quarantine. Yeah. You know? that, there's no reason not to think outside the box. I had one uh, client, um, who's quarantined and she goes, you know what? I'm gonna, she started doing water painting cards. So she would paint the flowers on the card, then write the note, then send them off. And I'm like, 
That is awesome. Not only did she pick up painting, but she would send me her stuff and I'm like, can you write me a letter? Like that was beautiful. And that's the thing is just being creative. And even if you can't paint or you can't go to the store and buy cards, send them a text message, call Mm -hmm. them, talk to people. Mm You know, there's so many sources of, you can just reach out to people. And sometimes I've done that, like just checking in. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you in a year. Maybe it's been six mm-hmm. months. I'm just saying, hey, I care about you and I'm thinking about you. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's just a matter of looking through your list and saying, who do I need to check in on right now? Or who do I miss? Or maybe I can Zoom the kids or the grandkids or something like that. Like you, you still can be connected. You just got to think about it and plan it. And, and actually do it because you'll feel better once you see other people and talk to other people. Then again, like I said, staying in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. One thing that I would like to add, because we talked about attitude, you know, how to look at stuff and, and think of a, another perspective of how do I handle the situation and just having a better attitude about it. Like, what can I do at home now? Let's do this. What paint do I, you know, do I have to paint my house? Can I clean my closet? Do I need to reorganize some stuff like your attitude of, okay, I've been gifted, you know, the gift of time. Let's get mm-hmm. something done. I love that. Serving others, thinking of yourself, of what would relax me right now, whether that's baking, cooking, cleaning, taking a bath, sitting on the porch, eating ice cream, whatever it is. But I think there's also another important thing. Um, and this is probably something that a lot of people don't dabble into. And that's um, get a hobby. Because everybody is so being a wife or you know a spouse and kids and got to do this and this and this and this and we kind of lose ourselves and we kind of forget what brings us happiness and that's why i love pinterest because you got so many different types of activities you can do and so i challenge people to dabble into it and that was probably the hardest thing for me um and i actually started crying over this because i go i don't know who i am i don't know Mm -hmm. what i like that's a very, I mean, it's depressive to not even know who you are and you're living inside you. And you're like, I don't even know what I like. I'm just like, go, 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 go. That I never stop to think about what's going to make my life happier or better. Or what can I learn? And um, I think it's important for people to do that. And even if you think you're going to be bad at it, just try it. You don't know where it can lead. You know, I have, like, for me, I was like, you know, what? I've always been like interested in painting. I'm like, I don't know. I said, screw it. Sam's Club like had a kit. I'm like, let's do this. I just bought it, bought some canvases. I started going on Pinterest. And I'm like, you know, that's cute. Here's a video. And I started following along. And I've like bought like 30 canvases after that. Like I've dug deep into it. And my mom's like, look what quarantine did to you. Made you a little, little artist. And I'm like, I know. So I encourage people to just dabble into something new, whether that's crafts with your kids, Maybe it's something that you want to try to do, make, bake, whatever, or go on Etsy and sell some stuff like what you said. Get creative, be, be you and just try new things. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that'll lead, but most importantly, it might just decompress and get your mind focused on something that you can control over, that, over something you can't. And I always tell mm-hmm. people on another scale of maybe your hobby is you've always wanted to learn another language. Yeah. Go for it. Like, I already know it's probably not going to be a great winter. Like, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but I'm like, it's probably, we're probably going to get quarantined again, or it's probably going to get a little bit crazy. I'm just anticipating that. Mm -hmm. So in my brain, I'm thinking, how am I going to overcome that? How am I going to make this the best winter ever? I'm like, oh, I'm getting a Spanish coach. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) That is my Christmas gift. I'm going to dial in on that. I'm going to learn some El Espanol. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) 
to do that. And I'm like, I'm going to get certified and all this stuff online because you can do so, so many certifications online. I'm going to be certified in everything. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to be a bartender. I don't care. Online. I'm like, I'm just going to learn some stuff. No, I'm just kidding. But I'm yeah. like, you got to think of what some things that you might want to try to do. Get your boat, boating license. Just for fun. Mm-hmm. Just get some, some stuff done. Or maybe something to do with your, with your friends. And so I've even had some women that they would start like a Bible study together. Mm-hmm. Like, That's better than more peaceful than you guys coming together, reading the word, talking about it, encouraging each other, praying together. I'm like, that's a hobby but that's a good activity to do through zoom you can still see each other so it's just a matter of getting outside of your box and thinking what would make me happier what are some things that i might want to try or might start doing hobby wise or even with friends so that would be my last piece of advice for somebody that's maybe they cleaned their whole house maybe they sold everything they could okay what else could you do as a person as you as an individual not as a mom as a wife, but you, what do you want to start doing? Mm-hmm. And learn to do? Mm-hmm. Yep. Growing, using it as a time to grow as an individual. And, and like you said, it's hit home with me. When you stop to think, what are my hobbies? Who am I? That's a scary thought to, to examine. I mean, it's a really emotional thing. If you're like, man, who am I? And, and, and I feel like for you, Tanya, like you put yourself out there so much for other people, you know, providing a service that, that helps others find who they are, that to take a step back and be like, you know, who am I? So it's hard. I think, yeah. It's a, that's a, a big question. So answering that through a, a, some alone time, you know, is, is a great thing to, to do. And I always recommend with people with doing that is think about your childhood. Think about when maybe you were mm-hmm. a teenager and you couldn't do stuff that you wanted to do. Maybe parents didn't have the money to, to do certain classes with you or, you know, or they didn't just didn't know how. I always thought about like, what can I do that maybe I missed out when as a kid? And for me, that was painting, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I'm like, you know, I don't care if it's 15 years later. I'm like, go buy it now. It's not, you know, some people feel like some things are childish and I'm like, I don't make up your own rules, do your yeah. own thing. And I'm like, I feel so I'm just like painting over here. I'm over here coloring. I'm here doing crafts. And I'm like, I don't care. This makes me happy. You know, everyone's like, what are you doing now, Tanya? And I'm like, making myself happy, just painting along. Um, and so I think it's, you got to be a little bit selfish and you just got to go for it and just try it. What mm-hmm. makes life better is new experiences. So mm-hmm. if we ever take that jump, we're going to be kind of complacent. That's a mm-hmm. dangerous place to be because complacency is depression, is anxiety. So mm-hmm. when we grow, when we learn something new, we feel better. Our brains were designed to achieve goals, to learn new things, you know, and it could be something as like, also another thing for winter, I'm going to be busy this winter. <laughs> I dabbled into playing piano, but I'm like, I actually want to learn and understand it and play it and know it. So that's another thing for me is like, I'm going to get into my music because it's so relaxing. And so I hope that inspires people to be like, you know what? I haven't done this in like 10 years and I used to play the violin and I forgot to Mm -hmm. like get a little selfish, take some time to focus on you for just 10 or 15 minutes a day. You're going to feel so much better. Then just go, 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 or just being in a depressive state and just being in your mind. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't think I always kind of default to this statement. Like with, when you talk about painting, you didn't regret giving it a try and going back to it, but you might regret if you hadn't, you know, exactly. you won't regret trying dusting off the violin. Your kids may not even know that thing was in there. Yeah. And oh, you, you have a violin? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's turn on YouTube. It can teach us everything. Yes. Seriously. I've learned to like do my makeup better, do my hair better. Uh, yeah. I've actually learned how to do a French braid by myself. And I thought I was doing it right the whole time. And then I watched a YouTube channel. I'm like, are you kidding me? I've been doing it wrong for like 10 years. Thank you, quarantine. I'm learning some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's excellent. So um, that's what I would encourage people is take some time for you, get a hobby, dabble into something, whether that hobby is a show and you need to go on there and podcast all of it and create your own podcast and talk about it. Whatever you wanted to do, just go for it. Just try it. Like you said, it's better to try than live with regret. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. This year, I mean, I have some clients that I'm, it's amazing. They could care less about this quarantine. Like 2020 is their year. They're freaking rocking it. And I go, that's the attitude we need is how, I mean, we got like what, five or six months left of this year. Let's crush mm -hmm. it. Let's achieve some stuff. Let's write some stuff down. Like I have a client that's trained for a 5k she never done one before. She started like last month. Like, good for you. Good for you for taking this time and accomplishing something by the end of the year, you can mark off. I did a 5k and she trained for the entire time by herself. She's going to do a vir virtual run. Might not be what she anticipated of actually doing a race with other people. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? And that's when your confidence grows and that's how you keep just, just being happier. And so mm -hmm. that's my biggest thing is like your emotions, understanding why you're having that emotion. What's the solution? Mm -hmm. A lot of times we just focus on the problem and we live there instead of what's going to make me feel better. What's the action I need to take to either overcome this emotion, learn from it and become happier. Like mm -hmm. I'm so in tune with my energy. As soon as something doesn't make me happy, my energy shifts. I'm like, what's gonna make me happy mm -hmm. now? Cause I refuse to live another day, angry, upset, overwhelmed, have panic attacks. I'm like, no, I lived that for too long. Years ago, I was like, I'm not giving into that energy anymore. And so I've learned, like, I, my energy is on it's a huge high standard. If anything takes away my joy, I'm like, unfollow, delete. I'm not mm -hmm. dealing with that because I respect how I feel because how I feel reflects my relationships. So if I don't feel good, guess what? My husband can't wait to come home and then I'm snippy and I'm mad. It's not about him. It's what I'm, you know, internalizing, but it's my fault. So life could be so much better when we focus on our energy wants to make us happier. When you're happier and you take time for yourself, everyone around you is going to be happier. Yeah. It's so important to know that you do have control about your attitude. You have control of what you do. You just need to find out what that is that you can do that uh -huh. you have control with. Because if you just focus on what you can't control, it sucks and you're going to keep wanting it. So focus on what you can control and you're going to feel like on top of the world. I actually forgot I was in quarantine because I'm so focused yeah. on like cleaning and doing stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm almost done. Like, oh yeah, I totally yeah. forgot. I can go to the store on Saturday or whatever, you know, like I don't care. I don't, and you know, I'm all about, I'm not saying I'm selfish, but I'm like, no, I respect my energy and I'm going to use this time wisely. And that's mm -hmm. what we kind of need to, to grasp is you got this, you can do it. I know it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I know it sucks. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. Do the best you can and you will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what that's my main goal with teaching kids you know i just i love to take a seven eight nine ten year old and say you know what are we going to do with this feeling this is where you're at sad sick tired bored frustrated angry out of control now now what what are you going to do and um let's make a healthy choice yeah because there's the unhealthy ones you know they're definitely you could definitely seek comfort in you know drinking alcohol ranting and raving at family members you know there are definitely those unhealthy things we've we've all been there and, and handled our frustrations in a negative way but i love to to snag a little one when they're young and just say mm -hmm. hey this is a lifetime thing you know this yeah. is all the years of your life we can we can work on this, make a healthy choice, and then say what, you know, what came as a result, reflect. Yeah, that was actually a, a, a good thing. So I say stress, anxiety, situations like quarantine um, provide a good situation for us to practice coping skills. You know, we're usually on the go so much, we don't uh, practice these, these healthy coping skills. So, I love that. you know. It's a blessing. How about that? Quarantine. You're welcome. Yes. You're going to dig deep into your emotions and you're going to enjoy it and you're going to learn. From yeah. it. <laughs> That's right. That's so right. I'm going to, I'm going to leave people and I'm going to ask you to ask some questions so people can kind of think about because your questions dictate your actions. So if we ask the wrong questions, like what sounds good to eat? Well, I'm going to eat pizza, but what should I eat? That's healthy. Well, I'm going to have a chicken wrap and a cup of soup. So our questions direct our actions. And mm -hmm. one of my favorite questions to ask myself when I'm in a state of this sucks, I'm stressed, have anxiety. And I always think of what level am I at right now, energy wise or happiness wise. And I would say I was like at a level like four during this quarantine, you know, like as soon as like I, I heard about it, like my heart sank, I'm like, son of a gun, I don't want to go through this. And I automatically ask myself the question because I know questions direct your perspective. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm like at a level four. I'm like, what would it take for me to be at a level 10? And all of a sudden my brain's like, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. And I'm like, like I got so happy. Mm -hmm. So I would ask the question, what state are you in right now? What level of, of happiness are you at right now? What would make it a level 10? And most of us don't ask that question. So we never live a life of level 10. And we mm -hmm. continue to live a level four because we're just stuck there. So again, when you ask your brain certain questions, it's gonna give you better answers. Mm -hmm. And it could be even asking your kids, hey, are you bored? What do you wanna do? Kids are super creative, like unbelievably creative. I love talking to my nieces, like, what do you guys wanna do? And they'll like spit something out. And I'm like, I would have never thought of that. Like, they're like, yeah, I want to write a book. I'm like, what? So all summer they have been writing a book and I told them when they finish it, I'm going to publish it for them. Oh, uh, that's awesome. I'm gonna be, I told them you're going to be a 10 year old published author. I'm that's like, right. And so I'm like, isn't that creative? I'm like, kids are so awesome and such action takers that sometimes we need to ask them, what would make this even more fun? What do we, what do you guys want to do? What do you guys want to explore? Ooh, mm -hmm. they are unbelievably creative. So if you can't think of anything, because as we get older, we get more logic, we don't get as creative. So it's either Pinterest it, Google it, 
or, or ask your kids or really just think deep inside, what's gonna make this awesome? What's gonna make this next two weeks a level 10 experience that my kids are gonna be asking for me to be still be quarantined because they're having so much fun. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you ask yourself again, those questions, it will change the rest of your day and the rest of your week. So it's mm -hmm. important to ask, what's gonna raise this bar? How can I improve? How can I make this an awesome, even better experience than what I just thought about five minutes ago when my heart sank and my anxiety rose? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so are there any questions that you feel like some people need to ask themselves to put them in a better state of mind? Um, well, I guess, well, I always like to identify what, you know, what is happening, what is happening with me right now. And, um, what can I do? So when I talk to kids, Tonya, we, we call it the, we have like these zone colors, what is happening with me right now? And what can I do to get back to a green zone, a level of comfort and calmness? Yeah. Um, for kids, we usually have to give some ideas. We'll put like, um, in a jar, like all these ideas, and you can awesome. like, draw them off. And sometimes you can be like, eh, draw again, <laughs> you know? Um, so then you've got some ideas because when you are in a state of stress, so it's your brain can't think, it's hard to like solve those problems um, on the spot. So going, having like a little jar of ideas, or, you know, right. one of the ideas would have been like, write a book, you know? Yeah. Um, and then being able to answer those questions relieves the stress because it puts you back in control. But I'd say what, what's happening? Like, what am I feeling? What do I need to, you know, what do I need from myself or someone else? Um, and then, you know, what's maybe an action that I can take? And then how did I feel after? I love that. That is so awesome because you're giving them uh, that state of what's gonna put me in the green zone. So say mm -hmm. level 10, and then you give them options from whatever. So if you're an adult, I would say go on Google or on Pinterest and get some ideas. Say what, people have blogged everything. You ain't gotta think no more. People are gonna help you. What yeah. about who am I and what can I start dabbing into? I Boom, Pinterest, what can I, DIY, what can I start doing myself? Yeah. That's when ideas came because I could like you're right and you're in that state of mind. You don't think of anything else. So having some ideas and then you start overflowing with other ideas. Well, maybe I could do this or maybe I could do this. Mm -hmm. And then reflecting back on how that make me feel. Did it solve the problem? Great. That's going to be my crutch for next time. Yep. I'm going to revert back to that because a lot of us right now, our, our green zone or our level 10 is alcohol mm -hmm. or eating. And that's not a great place to be. So any last questions or anything that you want to add before we go? Oh, um, I don't think so. Gosh, I, we could talk all day. I know. Like on the same page. <laughs> Oh, I don't know, but I, I'm going to have to re-listen to this podcast because I guarantee my, my quarantine time is coming, you know, it, oh, it'll happen for so many of us. All right, Amanda, let's say you are quarantined. What's the first thing you're going to do? Um, gosh, you know, 
I love having the extra time with the kids. I really do. We are on the go so much. I downloaded this app. Now I can't say they love it. They think I'm kind of, they're, they're getting upper, upper teens, but it's like a focus on the family app. It's like a, a everyday conversation counts, conversation starters. So I'll like ask these questions to them and get some talking. Um, I love doing that, but so it's nothing um, out of the ordinary. We need to power wash our deck. We could power wash the deck. Um, that's always a good time to like bathe the dogs. I never have time to do that. There you go. I pay way too much money for someone else to do it. Um, you yeah. got a list. I like it. Yeah. I, I, a book was recommended to me. Can't think of the title right now, but something about crawfish. Can't remember what it's called, but I, I would probably download that. I'm kind of over the Netflix thing for a while. I'm burnt out. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, it was great talking to you. Great hanging out with you. Thank you so much for your input. And then hopefully we'll have you back on the show. All right. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you, Thank you everyone for listening. Have an awesome day.